episode 39 of the Project Me podcast. Hi guys, I'm back from Ibiza where I am still buzzing high from running my retreat there. It was my Project Me Soul Connections retreat. So I thought I would hop on while it's all still fresh in my heart and share it with you. I will, of course, not share anything personal from those that attended beyond common knowledge. What happens in Ibiza stays in Ibiza after all. Well, it was magical in every way. Collectively, it was like we were elevated into higher levels of awareness and consciousness. I have run retreats there before, and this one was on a whole higher level because I'm operating on a higher level of consciousness now than I was a few years ago. I used to practically make myself sick ahead of my daily workshops on retreats. I wasn't yet over my fear of public speaking in groups. I, my throat chakra hadn't been opened. My solar plexus energy was blocked and I didn't recognize or embody my power. Now that I know my soul destiny, I am stepping fully into it. And my soul destiny, which is based on my soul plan chart, it is to form and facilitate groups of people and to be a catalyst for change. So it all makes total sense that I was being pushed into this work, internally kicking and screaming, but it was as if I had no choice. When we are here in this lifetime to do something and we resist doing it, it's always going to be an internal battle until we surrender fear and do it anyway. And after this retreat, I can see this with such vivid clarity. Even the way this retreat date was set and spaces were filled, it was a series of synchronicities. So I'd been hinting that I was going to run a retreat in the spring of 22, but I hadn't actually taken any serious action on it. Then Claire Burgess, who's a member of my Project We community and who's done my High Vibe Journey and my higher programs, she booked in for a soul plan session with me. And at the very end of our session, she said, I, I feel like I'm meant to ask you about a retreat. <laughs> it, it, she said, it's as if I'm being called to help you organize a retreat, yet I'm confused by that because I'd much rather be on the retreat as a guest than organize it. And I was kind of blown away. Um, I, I found myself telling her how much I wanted to run this retreat, but then I was telling her this story about how my house in Ibiza, the refurb isn't going to be ready by spring. So I most likely run it next October, you know, um, like way, way away in the future. And as the words were coming out of my mouth, I recognized it as a story. I mean, I recognized it as a ridiculous story because whether my house is ready in Ibiza or not has nothing to do with this retreat because my house isn't big enough to host a retreat. It isn't where I would host this retreat. <laughs> and so um, as I was telling her the story about how I needed to wait until my house was ready, I was just realizing how ridiculous it was. So I found myself saying, you know, actually, Claire, I could potentially run the retreat this spring. And then she started telling me about her dream of doing more equestrian facilitated learning and asked me if there were horse stables in Ibiza that she would love to come on the retreat and do something with horses. And that was it. It all flowed from there. I started telling her, yes, yes, there's a definitely horse stables in Ibiza and asking her more about the kind of work she's doing. I remembered that she was, she's a member of Project We. 
And back, I think it was 2019, Claire had put a horse on her vision board. She just really liked horses and didn't really think about it much beyond that. But putting something on your vision board sets the wheels in motion. And soon after that, Claire heard about this equestrian facilitated learning kind of retreat that she went on in the UK. And she learned how to lead groups with horses. She's already a, a, a coach. And so she just thought it would be a nice extra kind of you know string to her bow to be able to take these groups to um, learn through horse therapy and so I already knew that she'd moved into this field and I remember thinking I can't believe I'm moving to Spain right when she's kicking off this aspect of her business because I would have loved to have stayed in the UK and been able to really easily go and do that although you know obviously I could fly to the UK to do that but um so it was amazing to hear her say that she could do that at the retreat in Ibiza and I was like okay this idea's got legs and really it all flowed from there um I put the retreat idea into the private forum for the women who've done my two programs. There was huge interest. Claire sort of gathered up the potential dates that most people could do and um, a clear date emerged. It was like obvious when this retreat could happen and yeah, I then opened up bookings first for these women with the intention of, you know, whoever wanted to do it first from that group would get first dibs. And then I figured I would fill remaining spaces with the women in my Project We membership community. And if there's any spaces left after that, I would reach out to women who've previously expressed, expressed, ooh, my first glitch. I would reach out to women who had previously expressed interest in a retreat. But within 48 hours, all 10 spaces were filled by this original post that I put in in that group. So all of my angst over marketing and filling spaces for previous retreats was simply erased from the picture for this one. And before you start thinking things like, oh, these women must have loads of money or loads of time and are no commitments like jobs or children, that's completely untrue. They all left children behind, one from Norway with a tiny toddler and I believe a five-year-old, many with jobs who took time off, and incomes were irrelevant. Some had a lot of money, others really didn't. All shared that it was a no-brainer for them, not something that they needed to ponder on. It was just a yes for them all, and the logistics fell into place naturally once they said yes. And one of them who had literally just finished doing the latest round of my High Vibe Journey program. No, actually it was my higher program. She'd just finished doing higher. She manifested a free space on the retreat. And I want to tell you the magic of how that happened. Trina in Texas booked herself onto the retreat from the moment she first heard about it. I adore Trina. She is a very much loved member of Project We. She's done my programs more than once, and she always brings in a higher level of truth to everything. We always learn so much from Trina, and she's so genuine and open about her struggles, and she's open to our support too. So it's just this mutual energy kind of thing going on all the time with Trina. And I was so excited when she booked the retreat. I'm going to finally get to meet Trina from Texas in person, and I was just amazed that she was coming all the way from Texas. But just three weeks before the retreat, she had to very sadly pull out due to her husband's ongoing cancer treatment. You know, back when she'd first booked her place, I did think, wow, Trina is coming all the way from Texas, coming all the way from Texas. And 
I really hope that her husband is okay by April. And the good news was he is getting better and he's just turned a corner, but he still had more appointments to attend. And she heartbreakingly said, I really just have decided that I need to stay back home and be with him. So I told her I'd try to resell her place, but it was very short notice for people. Um, if I couldn't resell her place, I'd at least give her a refund on the on the variable cost, like I could reclaim for food. But my other costs for the retreat were fixed. So um, she then went on to send me the most heartfelt series of messages. I'm going to read you some excerpts from these messages. Trina said, me booking the retreat was my first step back into the land of the living, the land of dreaming again, a small act of defiance against the languishing I felt. It got me inspired. Since booking that trip in February, I have been inspired, slowly coming out of hibernation. It would be a magnificent outcome if someone else could take my place. And then we went back and forth a little bit. And then she came out with it and said, I want to gift my space to someone else to give them the opportunity to attend. And that is how Pam manifested a free space on the retreat. If she hadn't just done my higher program, she would not have received the email of me announcing it. And so much of my higher program is about allowing life to happen for you, like being in the right vibration so that life just begins to happen for you, not by you and little you know, synchronicities happen and you manifest things. That's what higher is all about. And she had just finished doing higher when she manifested this opportunity that she would not have been able to do otherwise of come on this retreat. So here's what Trina wrote when she found out that Pam was taking that place. I was so happy and excited to hear Pam is going. Honestly, nothing about my feelings or intention in allowing someone else to take my space has changed. Money is energy. It will flow back to me. Of that I am sure. I am a manifesting machine. Remember how I got my soul plan session with you? I won it. She did indeed. I offered it as a prize to those who've done my programs and Trina's name had been drawn. She'd won this prize. And so when I went on to do her soul plan session with her, it turns out she's got the energies of a manifester as in manifesting unlimited abundance. And so, yeah, she just really felt honestly, energetically that gifting her place to someone else was going to end up, you know, coming back to her in other ways. And she went on to say, it had been very dis- I had been very disappointed that all of this recovery from radiation and cancer stuff is taking so long and changing so many of our plans. But once I decided I wasn't going to the retreat after all and that I was making the right decision for me at this time, it was all good. I truly mean signing up for the retreat initially really did change things for me in my headspace. The shift was worth twice as much as the retreat cost. Actually more. It's priceless. And now, being able to provide someone else an opportunity to experience Ibiza and the retreat out of my change in circumstances makes it even better. I mean, 
This is just such a beautiful example of how energy flows when we live from our hearts and when we trust that things are always happening for a reason and when we trust that we are abundant and that abundance is our birthright and we don't sort of, you know, quibble about money and feel like money is some finite source when we just know that if we give, we're going to receive back. And, you know, it's just such a beautiful example of that. Um, I did have to talk to Pam on retreat because she arrived with a kind of guilt energy that she was there instead of Trina. And she said she was going to take pictures and videos during each day to try to include Trina and send them to Trina. But I had to firmly and gently tell her in our first circle that she needed to be present for herself. She was here for a reason and she needed to drop the guilt and embrace the journey that she was being called to take. And so with my permission, she did. And she fully engaged in the retreat from that moment onwards. And I'm not going to put words in her mouth, but I will say, because she told me that it was a life-changing experience for her. And so we did do a beautiful group healing meditation for Trina's husband. And we video called Trina on the last day. And I know that she will be at a future retreat for sure. So what else do I want to tell you about? Well, it was so fun to see how everyone arrived to the villa and had their socks absolutely blown off. Can Vildas, where I host these retreats, belongs to my amazing friend Ilva, and it's beyond breathtaking. Again, one guest burst into tears upon arrival. It, it really is that gorgeous. The villa itself is set in these surroundings. On, it's on a remote mountain type top. It's got panoramic views out to the sea, lush green forest surrounding, nothing but birdsong, pure tranquility and peace. Ilva herself was on the retreat with us. She's done my programs and she came in her own right, but she was also there as house manager, which was so helpful for me. I could focus on holding space for the group without dealing with calling out the electrician when the fridge stopped working and lots of other small details that I could have gotten really easily bogged down with. Most of the women arrived with this energy of needing to organize. It was really funny on day one, just from people messaging me, who still needs collecting from the airport? We can wait for them. I was like, you don't need to think about that. (laughs) And then they arrived and what can I help you with? And they were just buzzing around, like wanting to do stuff. And I was like, nothing, go and unpack and chill out. (laughs) You are here to get out of the energy of doing and giving and to get into being and receiving. I am here to deal with the logistics. It was really nice to see them sort of letting go slowly and realizing that they really were here to do nothing and to receive. And we had Sophie from Soli Sabor as our private chef. So nobody needed to lift a finger in the kitchen. On the first day, she had to keep shooing women out of the kitchen and stop them from clearing up after dinner. Man, we women are so programmed that it's hard to switch off from organizing logistics and cleaning up, isn't it? But soon they got the hang of it. (laughs) Sophie presented us with super healthy vegan and vegetarian meals. I mean, really delicious. At breakfast, she made homemade granola, 
We had eggs to order any way we wanted them. Dinners were served to us. You know, she'd bring the plates out and we were all seated and she brought them on. um, She served indoors on cooler evenings, but we sat outside on the terrace some evenings with the setting sun as our glorious backdrop. Really beautiful. I posted some pictures of that on Instagram if you want to see. I facilitated daily sharing, sharing circles. Um, we gathered around. The, these circles were so powerful. When like-minded, open-hearted people come together with the intention of elevating each other through meaningful conversations, it's pure magic. There's no one controlling the group's energy by trying to sound brilliant when they open their mouth or worrying that they won't sound brilliant if they open their mouth or, you know, concentrating on their own thoughts instead of active listening. I used to do that all the time, just in a circle. I'd be just thinking about what I was going to say when it got to be my turn and will it be as intelligent or will I, will I say the right things or will I forget to say this or that? But I really, really gave everybody permission to just be themselves, to actively listen, to not feel intimidated, to speak up because some voices in groups are always louder than others. There are some people who want to talk, 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 and others who won't talk unless there's a bit more of a gap. And I just feel that I am gifted in facilitating groups and opening up really important conversations where a lot of growth and healing can take place in a safe and supportive environment where everyone feels equally seen and heard. We definitely all saw each other on a deep soul level from day one, and it just flowed from there. Everyone on this retreat had already had a soul plan reading with me, so I asked them to bring their charts, and we got to deep dive into them as a group. Several people shared the same challenge energies and we were able to look for the gifts contained in those challenges. And then when you see the gifts in your challenges, you can let them go instead of them being a part of your story or a part of your identity and who you are. It was really amazing to see that happen. We also shared our talent energies and everyone could see those talents in the person, which helped them to further see it for themselves. When someone tells you, I see that in you, you really see it in yourself too. So that was really magic. And if all of this sounds very serious, let me tell you, we also laughed so much. I mean, howling with laughter sometimes. I really loved how none of us takes ourselves or our spirituality too seriously. But I also loved how there wasn't any one person who always had to be the jokester. Sometimes I don't like it when I'm trying to have, you know, really deep spiritual conversations and there's somebody in the group who always like wants to make light of it or just always kind of joking around. There was this beautiful balance between taking it lightly, not taking ourselves too seriously, not taking it all seriously, but then also taking it seriously, like not just writing things off as being just way too woo-woo. Like we really went deep, like everybody was able to share stuff that I think you would just not feel comfortable about sharing in a group where you're worried that someone might laugh at what you said or not take you seriously. So yeah, that was really amazing. I am definitely wanting to bring, I'm feeling a calling to bring free flowing spirit lifting dance and movement into my work. I've been putting that on my vision board. I haven't really known what it meant. Whenever I draw a certain card from this deck, I have dance comes up so often and I've been taking dance breaks here at home and dancing, not to 
the kind of music you would think of dancing to. I'm not playing Beyonce. I'm not playing, you know, even club music. I'm doing this really spiritual moving dance and it's really elevating me. So this group gave me the opportunity to try it and it was so well received. And I feel very excited to be able to expand on this more. Okay, let me tell you about Claire Burgess and the horses. So Claire did come on retreat and um, I, so I knew that this equestrian facilitated learning that she did, it was for corporate groups as a kind of wonderful team building event, but I wasn't sure if it was going to feel very different to the rest of the retreat, which was all designed to be very soulful. Would this feel a bit corporate? I wasn't sure. Well, Claire adapted it so beautifully for our group. I mean, she was there on retreat with us so she could naturally take what we'd started in our circles and move it into this new arena. And the new arena was the Santa Gertrudes Country Club, a gorgeous horse stables right in the center of the island. There was no actual riding of horses and everyone knew that ahead of time if anyone was kind of afraid of horses, we're like, there's not actually going to be riding horses, but we got group time with two horses and then we got to be with them one-on-one and then impaired exercises. And I don't want to give too much away because I really hope that you get to experience this and it's best to go into it as we all did with no expectations. So rather than specifics... I'm just going to tell you what I learned about myself through the horses. (sighs) I learned that I want to be liked, that it bothers me if I'm not liked. I learned how important it is for me to feel a connection. If there's no connection, when I want there to be a connection, it feels uncomfortable. My ego feels a bit wounded. I just so value connection that when there's not connection... Yeah, my ego doesn't like it. (laughs) Um, I learned that when I surrender trying to control whether or not there is a connection, it feels a lot better. And then if the connection does go on to happen naturally, it feels deeper and more genuine than if I had tried to make it happen. And of course, I can translate all of that into my everyday life, you know, like all the stuff that happened with the horses, I could just really clearly see how this plays out in my actual real life with people as well. I learned how to guide my horse firmly, but gently, because I didn't want it to just spend the entire time grazing grass while I stood around watching it. Everyone had different things. I watched some people that were quite content to just allow the the um, horse to graze grass. I just felt like I want to keep us moving. And, and I saw the parallels with that in my life too, of like just, you know, um, wanting to let people be, but also wanting to keep people moving forwards. <laughs> And when my horse decided to run, we ran side by side, which was exhilarating. It was really empowering and exhilarating. Gosh, we all learned so much from these horses and the experience was different for everyone. It was really wonderful when people opened up and shared what they'd learned from their experiences. And we learned so much from each other sharing their experiences. The horses taught me how to let go of control for the whole rest of the retreat allowing things to unfold naturally and spontaneously while still taking the lead and gently directing us when we were grazing too long on the same patch of grass and needed to keep the conversation moving. If not for the horses, I think that things would have played out quite differently, actually. 
I had an early evening circle all planned out for the Friday, yet a few minutes before it was meant to start, I looked around at the villa and I just smiled. There were women swimming in the pool. There were deep conversations happening in the huge outdoor day beds. Someone was lost in her book. There were massages still going on. The old me would have been chop chop people. We got an agenda to stick to, but I just left everyone to it. And some people were coming up to me and saying, aren't we supposed to be having a, um, a circle now? And I was like, you know what? We're just going to flow with this. Continue doing what you're doing. And in my mind, I was kind of thinking, hmm, we're going to get kind of behind on things because I did really want to move people through the different aspects of their soul plan. And if we didn't, if we missed this, we were going to be kind of, you know, clogged up towards the end, you know, but because I allowed flow into our retreat, my planned Friday evening circle ended up happening during our two hikes the following day into very sacred sites. They were magical, and this never would have happened if I'd stuck to my rigid plan. So there you go. Um, what else happened that I need to tell you about? Well, I haven't even mentioned Nicole from Elevate Ibiza. She brought kundalini yoga to the retreat. I love kundalini yoga, if you haven't figured that out by now from previous episodes. And I got to be in her classes with everyone else, which was such a vibe-raising treat to be the, the organizer of the retreat, but get to be in Nicole's amazing kundalini classes. And then Nicole came back on our final evening and hosted our closing cacao ceremony. We drank the cacao, which is a gentle, heart-opening plant medicine from South America or Central America. You can get it from both places. It's not ayahuasca. If you're thinking, oh my gosh, were they tripping on ayahuasca? No, it's much more subtle plant medicine than that. And we just moved and danced out in nature to exquisite music and Nicole's amazing guidance. My heart was so open and free and I felt so connected to each and every woman there. Words just cannot describe it. I burst into tears during the final meditation. It was just incredible beyond words. And oh, who else supported me on this retreat? Lydia came she did crystal healing sessions. If you haven't heard my own story about my sessions with Lydia last summer, I shared those in episodes 26 and 28. In episode 28, I actually had Lydia on the show as a guest to talk about the power of crystals and their healing gifts. If you want to hear about that, go back and listen to those. Amazing. And who else? We had Bianca Hanika came. She did her own unique style of bodyworks massage. And it was like, you know, not just a relaxing bodyworks. It goes beyond the body. And I know that it touched a lot of souls. What else? We had fireside chats in the snug. <laughs> Actually, we had no actual fire burning. We burned candles and we had some very wild and free conversations in the snug. Um, we, we just really saw one another on a deep soul level beyond our human personalities. And when the retreat was officially over on Sunday and we had our final beach lunch, the gang treated me to lunch, which was so touching and filled me with absolute gratitude. It was just such a celebration of how far we'd come in such a short space of time. I mean, amazing. Um, 
I was then on the same flight to Madrid as the two who'd flown from the USA, who had connecting flights the next day. Erica was heading off to back to Miami and Amy to flying into Los Angeles and then traveling back to her home in Santa Barbara. And if you've been following my print story from the past couple of episodes, get a load of this. Erica brought me a gift a Prince mug she'd spotted in a gift shop in St. Louis, Missouri. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, she listened to my episodes about Prince and she looked at me blankly and she's like, I'm really sorry, I haven't listened to your podcast. I just know that you mentioned a long time ago that you were an extra in Purple Rain and I saw the mug and I just felt inspired to buy it for you. So she had no idea about Prince showing up as my spirit guide over the past few weeks consistently. And so, you know, she gave me a Prince mug. It's really beautiful. It's not like a touristy mug. I'm going to post a picture of it on my Instagram so you can actually see how amazing this handmade mug is. Really cool. And Amy, who had listened to the podcast and knew all about this Prince energy and all the synchronicities lately, was in a gift shop in Santa Barbara, California. She went in specifically to buy me a gift. And as she was choosing a bracelet for me, Prince's raspberry beret came on in the shop. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you couldn't make it up. This goes far beyond a multitude of mere coincidences, a sign of the time, I'm certain. I want to add that Amy and I were best friends throughout high school, and we were roommates at university in Minnesota, and we were roommates again in California, and we had not seen each other in over 30 years. She's the one I had a pact with that neither of us would ever, never, ever, ever have children. And she's now got two. Uh, No, I've got two. She's got four. (laughs) Maybe you heard that episode. I think it was back in the hypnobirthing um, uh, episode where I talked about how I was never, ever, ever going to have children. Yep. I've got two. She's got four. So when I announced the retreat and Amy wrote to say that she really wanted to come, I was equally blown away that she'd travel as far as California to Ibiza for this retreat. But I was also a bit freaked out that we were going to be seeing each other for the first time in over 30 years at a retreat that I was in charge of running. I mean, I needed to make sure she understood that this couldn't be a reunion with us sitting around reminiscing over the past and laughing at in-jokes during this kind of environment. But she quickly reassured me that she wanted to be on this retreat for her She's done both my high vibe journey and my higher programs, and she was coming for the same reasons as the others. And I needn't have been concerned. Her energy in the group was amazing, and it felt so right for her to be there. She is definitely one of those people in my life who I have some kind of a soul contract with, absolutely. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I guess I'll just round up and say that that was the... Project Me Soul Connections Retreat in a pretty tight nutshell, Um, respecting the personal stories and transformations of the women who attended. Those are their stories to tell or not to tell. I remember after my running my previous retreats, coming back and feeling a little low, like I just provided a really nice holiday for a bunch of women who got to eat well, be out in nature, do some yoga, make nice connections, but that didn't feel enough for me. I remember thinking, I want to create transformational experiences, but I didn't yet know what that meant or what it looked like. 
And it's only through my own ongoing healing journey and transforming myself from the inside out that I am now in a place to help others in their own transformational journey. And I am just so grateful to each and every one of the women on this retreat who opened their hearts and souls to each other and to me and trusted me to be their guide and taught me so much at the same time. I know that this is just the start of what's going to be the next chapter in my work and in my life. And so I just really want to thank everyone who came for really trusting me and and allowing me to really step into my soul purpose in this lifetime and to be in that environment where I felt safe and supported and it just made me just be me without having to overthink anything or feel stressed or anxious so thank you thank you thank you and I have had people asking me about joining my next retreat after seeing all the gorgeous photos I've been posting on Instagram and Facebook and here's the deal Because the weather in Ibiza is really best for retreats at only two times of the year, and I also need to avoid the high tourist season when the villa rentals are sky high, um, Ilva is able to rent her amazing villa for, I mean... Uh, I, I don't even know how much more than what she gives it to me in the off season, but I mean like, you know, uh, it's, it's very high end prices. So it's really only the end of April to maybe the end of May. And again, in October that I can run retreats there. Once I'm living in, in Ibiza, I really feel like I can run them more often and I might be able to use different, well, I will be able to use different venues and, and different things like that. I've got a whole separate vision of running bespoke individual retreats then too when my house is ready because then I could have somebody staying in my guest casita and we don't have to have all the space, you know, to run, have big circles of women doing yoga and everything because I don't have that kind of space, but um, I have really amazing ideas for running bespoke individual retreats on the island but for now the next retreat will run in October of 22. I will of course again offer first places to those women who've done my high vibe journey and higher programs because a so many of them have already told me that they want to come including Trina in Texas and b I just know the group will be so high vibe and we'll be on the same page because everyone's done these programs And then if all places are not filled from those people, I would then next let the members of my Project We community know. Most of the women in my Project We community have now done High Vibe Journey and higher, but there are still people who haven't. And so I would then offer next places to Project We members. That's always a bonus of membership. They get big discounts on my programs. So they've all had big discounts on my High Vibe Journey and higher programs. And they also get to be in the loop on announcements like this. So it's only fair that I give those guys the next heads up um, or opportunity I should say to join my next retreat I can't tell you how amazing Project We is the community there and doing the High Vibe Journey I plan to run the High Vibe Journey again from mid-September this is an online program by the way in case you're confused and don't know what the High Vibe Journey is it's a four-week online transformational program And Project We members get a really big discount. So it's really worth joining Project We, which is a low monthly cost. And then you get the really great discount for a project uh, for High Vibe Journey. So go to, best thing to do is go to myprojectme.com 
and you can go to the courses and workshops tab and you can find out about project we and you can find out about the high vibe journey and if you've already done the high vibe journey you automatically get details of when I'm running my next level higher program so you can also if all that sounds really convoluted you can just drop me an email hello at myprojectme.com and I'll send you info on anything you want to know about including soul plan sessions. I still don't have anything about soul plan sessions on my website because it's all word of mouth and I just get booked out word of mouth, including people who email me. So just email me hello at myprojectme.com. And if you envision yourself on a future Project Me retreat, put it on your vision board. You can grab inspiring pictures from my Instagram. My handle there is Me. Or on Facebook, I've posted pictures. That's Project Me, Kelly P. The power of the vision board is never to be underestimated. Really, just put it on there. Even if you think, I don't know how that would happen. I don't know how I could possibly make that happen. Just You will be amazed at how (laughs) the wheels, the universe will just support you to make it happen once you put it on your vision board. It has happened for everybody. It can happen for you too if your heart wants it. I would truly love to meet you in Ibiza in the future. Until next time, open your mind, open your heart, and stay curious. We all need some space in our lives for the magical and unknown.